Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Lot of stuff going on today that we uh, that we have to get to. Uh, the Oscars last night, probably the most meaningless uh, of all the things we're going to get to, but uh, it's right in front of me, so maybe we start with everything, everywhere, all at once. One virtually every every award possible. Hmm. So, well, that's have not seen it. That's neat. I don't know much about it. Do you? Not at all. I have no yeah, idea I, what's happening at the no Oscars. No idea. I was hoping something you know really good might win this time. Like I don't know, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick would have mm. been would have been a great choice. Sure I think. would have. Well, it's nice to see someone who identifies <clears throat> as an Asian, as NPR puts it. <laughs> Uh, because won the she Oscar for Best Actress is Asian, actually is Asian. Yeah. You're trying too hard. Michelle NPR. Yao, uh, won the won the <laughs> award for Best Actress, right? In yep. everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> A little, and she identifies even yeah. even though she is. Asian, she identifies that way too, huh? Yeah, I, I interesting. Something I heard a little thing on the radio this morning. She said uh, a little dig at uh, uh, Dom Lemon. Uh, we're not past our prime, or. Oh, wow. Never past your prime. Something like that. It was kind of really? fun. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, best picture went to Everything Everywhere. Uh, best director. Best actress. Um, actor went to Brendan Fraser, if you can believe that, for The Whale. I guess when you when you gain a couple of hundred pounds yeah. and do a movie that way, then, uh, then you get a really good shot at an Oscar. <laughs> If you used to be really attractive, but you put on all kinds of weight for the role, you're, you're going to win an act. Best Actor uh, right. or Best Supporting Actor Award. Best Supporting Actress went to Jamie Lee Curtis. She was also in Everything Everywhere. Mm. Uh, and then Best Supporting Actor, geez, Original Screenplay. Okay. Uh, editing. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it just took the night. Once that starts up, it just seems to go that way. You know, they, they gain momentum, and, and then they're off to the races. Uh, so, the big news over the weekend, uh, probably the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank. Oh, second biggest bank failure ever, in U.S. history. Ever. It's the largest since 2008, and it's the second biggest of all time. Uh, it's the go-to bank. It was the go-to bank for U.S. tech startups. And in about 24 to 48 hours... Just completely came unglued. Everything was fine on Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday, it started to see some, yeah, but they sent a thing out to their customers. Ah, it's business as usual at SVP. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Me- meanwhile, they're 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 uh, handing out bonuses in the final hours yeah. uh, to their employees. Yeah. And Forbes, I don't know that I sent. Did I send in the tweet the Forbes thing, Kayla? Uh, the the Forbes named them. Um, like congratulations, one of our uh, best banks or whatever. Like just last week, yeah. Pre- oh wow. Yeah. So so oh there my it is. Gosh. Yeah. So okay. So SVB, <laughs> uh, they have deleted their Twitter account, but before they did, they tweeted out on the sixth. So a week ago today, <laughs> just a few days before the collapse, they were named uh, one of America's best banks by uh, Forbes, <laughs> and so there they are. We're proud. Of this ranking, fifth straight year. Look at us, you know. And of course, Jim Cramer in February was saying, "Buy the stock, buy SVP, SVB." Uh, I mean, that's what Jim Cramer does. Unreal. Everything that yeah, he not good. promotes or 
shouts about goes to crap. Goes to crap. Uh, it had assets of supposedly two hundred nine billion in yeah. total assets at the end of last year. Two hundred nine billion, and now it's out of business. Yeah, and uh, yesterday, um, even though Janet Yellen had said on Friday, maybe it was Saturday morning, she said, "Yeah, we're not, we're not bailing out this bank. Stop it. You know, it's not happening." Uh, well, by yesterday, they were like, "Yeah, we're bailing out this bank." Yeah, uh, Biden's going to talk about this mm. this morning at a press conference. That'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, they're they're going to swoop in. Mm. I mean, this bank was just doing. Just it was just running its business the, the way you know you would expect it to run in a nation that constantly prints money and hands out cash. Yeah, uh, they were looking for like two billion dollars or something to stay afloat. Yeah, the interest rates going up have uh, really. And they say that it was venture capitalists that mm-hmm. ruined them. Venture mm-hmm. capitalists kind of uh, screwed them. Uh, as they were looking for the money from the venture capitalists, the venture capitalists apparently spread that around, and it became. Uh, a real problem very, very, very quickly. And yeah. there was a run on the bank. Run on the bank on Friday. They had them lined up at the branches. Out. Look at that. There we go. That's America 2023. That's, uh, that's rough to see. Um, Peter Schiff, mm. th- he has said that this collapse is going to be bigger than 2008. Um, says that banks own long-term paper at extremely low interest rates. Can't compete with short-term treasuries. And uh, he said mass withdrawals um, are coming. And it's going to be fun. More bank cra- And then the second one, yeah, what was the other one? What was the other one that, that, that crashed uh, yesterday? Uh, I mean, uh, a- signature? Signature Bank. Signature yeah. Bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's supposedly more, although I've seen uh, both... Stories. There will be no contagion. This will not spread mm-hmm. to other banks. And uh, the art- other article I read, pretty close to that one, this will spread to other banks, and it is a serious contagion. It's going to take down uh, multiple uh, banks. So we'll see, yeah. I guess. In the next couple of days, we'll see if we shore this thing up or or what happens and what what are they going to do with the bailouts? Are they going to do this all over again? Yeah, I mean the guy from Lehman Brothers uh, was at uh, SVB, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know the guy from very, Lehman Brothers. Yeah, so they're all incestuous, oh, right? Man. Well, Barney Frank was on the board of the Signature Bank that just collapsed. Remember, this is his stuff, right? I mean, wasn't he the one that, that pushed through that hideous yeah banking uh, fix back in 2010 or so? Yeah, I believe he was. So mm-hmm. why did why did it fix? I I. Uh, I'm not going to be able to find it right now, but uh, there was this there was this graph that that was going around uh, yesterday, and it just and it showed all of the bank collapses you know in American history, mm-hmm. and so all of so just imagine like little little bubbles right like all these things represent little <laughs> banks and stuff that have collapsed, and this is Washington Mutual from 2008, and then this was the Silicon Valley Bank, and it was just like. Okay, put it into perspective. This is a big deal. Yeah. In fact, half of the venture capitalists went through that bank. Yeah. I mean, that is... I mean, people outside of Silicon Valley had barely... I, I, I didn't heard much about Silicon Valley Bank. Um, but it was a big deal. A really big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, $209 billion in assets, that's, that's a pretty big bank. Yeah, you're hearing extinction-level event uttered in some circles. <sighs> 
<laughs> Jeez. Eek. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm on record. I don't either. I'm on record. Now, now what, uh. we were talking on Thursday, and we weren't talking about bank failure collapse, but I mentioned some guy who was talking stocks, I think, more than anything. But it was mm-hmm. just so Well, weird. that could happen, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a collapse your, of stocks could happen as well. Right? Yeah. 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 This is a contagion that yeah. may or may not spread through the entire economy. Yeah, yeah. You know how the, the 250,000 uh, FDIC insured thing? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't apply. They're, they're picking Why? up the tab for what everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Everybody's so getting everybody's getting I saw fully this, reimbursed? I saw this one lady who spent all day on the phone, like hours and hours on Friday. She had lost $10 million. Oh, my gosh. But uh, good news for her. Um Oof. We're riding to the rescue with uh, something. I don't know. They've been working with HBSC Bank or something. See, I mean, that's the reason you don't put $10 million in one bank. Because you're not insured for $10 million. You're insured for 250000 That's why you got to spread it around. Yeah. But she obviously didn't. And there's a great thread that you know wow. we won't dive into here. But if you want to look up Thomas Massey, the congressman from Kentucky, he was all over the place this weekend explaining what's happening. But... I mean, this is this is the idiocy of our federal government. This is the monetary policy that we have been complaining about for decades now, and it, you know it comes mm-hmm. home to roost. Uh, easy money. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. But do you want to relive that moment on Thursday from the show? Uh, a couple people were mentioning this on Twitter over the weekend. Mm-hmm. This was a fun little thing in hindsight. I just heard it this morning. <laughs> there is one economist who says, "Okay, <sighs> we are days away." <laughs> From a massive crash, huge recession, oh, stocks are going to go down by fifty percent. What? And I can't. I don't think. I don't think he was saying that they're going to wow. go down like overnight by fifty percent. But like that's going to be this massive correction. But he said within days it's going to officially be a recession or something. I can't find what I heard. But anyway, so uh, we'll meet you back here uh, next week and see <laughs> see how things are going, huh? See how accurate that prediction is. Oh, Hopefully not yeah. <laughs> accurate. Oh, hmm. a lot of a lot of duct tape and chewing gum uh, being uh, used by our government over the weekend. So we'll see what the old man mm-hmm. has to say later today. Well, initially they said, "Yeah, we're not bailing him out. Mm-hmm. We're not going. We're not going to do it. We're not going down that road this time." And here we go. I think what happened was someone told Joe Biden, no, 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 it's actually First Bank of Ukraine. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll send him as much money as you got. Also, Democrats got pissed off. What do you mean you're going to bail him out? You've got to bail him out. And so they're going to. Yeah, yeah. And this bank was uh, high on the World Economic Forum's list of of, uh, uh, ESG. So they're... Which is one of the problems... (laughs) That contributed to their downfall, according to some. That they were too they were so focused on wokeism. Yep, exactly. Precisely. <sighs> Jeez. I mean, it's typical of what's happening right now. It's just uh, that that's what's going on in corporate America. Everybody's worried about <clears throat> climate change, mm-hmm. LGBTQ, trans issues, all of that stuff. Why don't you worry about your business? How about that? Take care of that. But every bank in America, from what I was reading, you know, operates this way. So yeah, they do. I mean, Katie bar the door. What's next? How many more banks by the end of this week? Maybe I should shut my mouth. Yeah, let's hope it's <laughs> zero. It's not gonna be, Ugh. but let's hope. Uh, 
some rare um, bipartisanship bipartisan, yeah. in Congress on Friday. I mean, really rare. Republicans and Democrats voted unanimously, 419 to nothing, to require the Biden administration's director of national intelligence to declassify all intelligence related to the Wuhan Institute of Virology and possible links to the origins of the COVID-19 virus. Hmm. That release would be required 90 days after the bill is signed into law. Uh, the vote followed new assessments <clears throat> from the Department of Energy and the FBI that a lab leak in China was the most likely source of the pandemic that killed millions of people around the world. You think? After those assessments were revealed, the Senate unanimously, unanimously passed the GOP bill last week, and the House followed with its own unanimous vote a little more than a week later. That's incredible. The House and the Senate voted unanimously on this. Yeah, you don't even get that uh, after Pearl Harbor, right? <clears throat> no. I think right. there was a dissenting vote after that, if I'm I not think mistaken. There was. <laughs> wow. Well, Biden has not commented on the bill. Uh, China has. They sent a letter to Josh Hawley, who uh, has been leading the declassification effort, and they asked him to stop, and uh, he said no. Uh, let's see, no. How about no? Li Zhang with the Chinese embassy wrote Howley's office. Uh, this little whiny note from them. <laughs> I'm reach out, reaching out to express our grave concern regarding the COVID-19 Origin Act of 2023, which they voted unanimously in favor of, keep in mind, which falsely claimed that the COVID-19 coronavirus originated from Wuhan Institute of Virology, accuses China of blocking international investigations, refusing to share information, and lacking transparency. Oh, how could you possibly <laughs> accuse China of lacking transparency? <laughs> That's outrageous. I can't believe this letter. <laughs> and required the director of national intelligence to declassify information relating to the origin of COVID-19. Uh, China firmly opposes and strongly condemns this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So? So. And? I mean, it's, it goes on and on. This guy whining about that. And Holly says, uh, this is his response. Oh, he responded, did he? Yeah, okay. he did. Uh, dear President Xi, today the U.S. House of Representatives followed the Senate in unanimously adopting my bill to declassify U.S. government intelligence on the origins of the COVID virus. I know that, uh, I know you are really interested in this bill. Mm -hmm. Your own communist, uh, uh, your own communist officials have written to my office demanding <laughs> we renounce it. In their usual lecturing idiotic style. Oh, wow. That's pretty strong. You know, when you're writing to the uh, head of another country, that's especially China. Uh, but the bill will soon be law. Unless you can convince President Biden to uh -oh. veto it, uh, time is up. Come clean about your role spreading COVID to the world. <laughs> and then it's signed Josh Hawley. Wow. Uh, their right. usual lecturing idiotic style yeah bravo nice <laughs> nice he didn't hold back that's uh -uh. great stuff mm -mm. Uh, i get so tired of china throwing threats at us all the time and we just sit here take it 
And uh, so it's nice to shove something right back in their face. <laughs> Meanwhile, did you see the retired general who said that uh, China has a distinct military advantage over us at this point? I don't point? believe that. I just don't buy that. I hope not. I don't buy it. Okay, well, we can go and we'll see, but... get all of our stuff we left in Ukraine and Afghanistan. and Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let me tell you about Tommy John. When you wear Tommy John... Uh, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything that you do during the course of your day better. Uh, You know, when you were young, spring break is all about what you take off. As an adult, make it about what you put on. Lounge anywhere from poolside to inside in new Tommy John loungewear. I'm telling you, I love Tommy John loungewear. It is so comfortable. It looks great. It feels great. The loungewear, the pajamas, the underwear, dozens of comfort innovations, luxuriously soft tri-blend and micro-modal fabrics with four-way stretch. I mean, that's what makes it comfortable, but just put it on and see for yourself. Uh, They've been covering our butts for 15 years, protecting our most valuable assets in softness and style. And with over 20 million pairs sold... And thousands of five-star reviews. People love Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics uh, like me and uh, like Keith. Mm-hmm. We're definitely sold on Tommy John. So um, shop Tommy John's colorful new spring designs at TommyJohn.com Unleashed. Get 20% off your first order. Save 20% right now. TommyJohn.com Unleashed. See the site for details. Gray is unleashed. And great to have you with us. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Meanwhile, there's this. The House Select Committee, Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic is ramping up an investigation into the FDA uh, and the COVID-19 vaccine approval process. After Republicans charged that the Biden administration may have tried to cut corners Whoa. in order to fast track the approval. Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Huh. <laughs> in a letter from Select Committee Subcommittee Republicans to FDA Commissioner Robert Califf on Friday, Republicans accused the Biden administration of wrongly compressing the timeline for vaccine approval process in order to implement mandates nationwide. Lawsuit. Because you remember, they were trying to jam this down our throats and stick it in our arms without approval. It was just an emergency measure that they were allowed to uh, get it out. And then they had to get it approved so that they could make sure it was mandatory. And remember, you get the emergency approval if there is no other cure available, which would explain why Mm -hmm. these shareholders, I'm sorry, these government scientists... We're always saying, ivermectin, man, that's for horses. What are you talking about? Right. Right. And they were so indignant about it. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, both. And now we find out that they were both effective, too. Yeah. They were both effective. But trust the science. Speed up the process. Let's go. We've got mandates to implement. Come on now. Yep. Mm. And that's exactly what they did. So, see what happens with that. Probably nothing. Uh, I'm yeah, sure they've got nothing the, will come of it. Yeah, they've got the emails. <laughs> they they've got the the 
paper trail here. It's going to be interesting. You think something will come of it? Because that would surprise me. Yeah, right. That would be nice. <laughs> It'd be great, but I just I never expect it anymore. No, don't ever get your hopes up. Nope. No, that's true. And speaking of the vaccine, an Australian uh, morning news program had a surprise when a comedian joined them on Friday morning. Oh, I like comedians on morning shows. That's oh, fun, yeah, it's right? fun. It's fun. They're that just good. You know, they're they're just having Come some on. hijinks. Wacky Friday interview. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> he was supposed to be with another comedian, but she couldn't make it, apparently. Uh-oh. I wonder why. Oh, no, let's see what happened here. Hmm. Okay. Two iconic on-screen couples. It's pretty hard to go past these two neighbors' faves. Mm. Harold and Madge are stalwarts oh, of Madge, Ramsey Pat. Street. From their mm. wedding Look at all to the their fun families, stuff. Look at even all this. when Harold oh, went missing. But now, more than three decades on, the pair is teaming up again for oh, a cool. very special project. All right. And Ian Smith joins us from our Ian Melbourne Smith. studio. Hi, Ian. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Morning. Hi. Can you we, hear me? Yeah, Sorry. we sure can. We do need to clear Larry? something up. Uh-oh. Yes. Anne was supposed to be joining us this morning, but she's yes. unfortunately had to cancel on us. That's oh. right, yes. I was on my way here in a cab and she called me. She had a violently bad reaction to her last COVID shot. And, oh, uh, oh. oh poor love, she's, she's oh. really down for the oh, count. Oh. Oh. oh, well, we're wishing her all oh, the best, yeah. Anne. If you're watching, we're sending you all our love. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what? No, the, not the vaccine that, that is uh, safe yeah. and, and effective. And effective. Now, yeah. I mean, you don't huh. trust comedian Ian Smith from Australia? <laughs> no, I, I, mean, don't, I don't trust him as far as I can yeah, throw him. I, mean, I don't think I can throw him very far. Can you believe that he would dare no. come on the air and suggest... That she was sick because of the vaccine. The holy COVID shot. Oh, my god! Would do anything negative to a human being i i, I can't believe this guy it's outrageous and this guy's like was he arrested after this broadcast com- i hope the comedian hope he was arrested just like to point out a comedian trying to sell us that i mean directly to prison no trial he doesn't deserve one uh where he's obviously guilty we saw him say <laughs> uh, it you could tell put him in prison morning host did not no. see the trap they were walking into <laughs> Like, what? oh no! So Anne can't be here today. Oh wow! What happened? What? Yeah, she had a violently bad reaction <laughs> right? to the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Oof, man, it's not good. She's down for the count. Yeah. Well, I hope not. That would be like no, permanently. That, yeah, that would not be would good. Not Let's be hope good. that Anne yeah. recovers. I hope so. But wow, in a country where you know you weren't allowed to step outside without having the vax in your arm, right? Uh, that's a bad look. <laughs> So I hope that she recovers. And I'm surprised uh, they didn't dump that. Frankly, right? good point. Yeah, I mean, Uh-oh. do they not have a delay? Oh, there was in a, Australia. There was a rapper, by the way, um, over the weekend giving a concert thing in Virginia. Uh, he collapsed and died on stage. He was 28. Oh wow, 28 years old. No cause of death uh, released. Where was that? Uh, I think it was in Virginia. His name was Costa uh, Titch. I don't know. Does anybody? Does that oh, ring I a love bell? Costa Titch. I've got. I've got his greatest hits uh, CD compilation. I guess that'll be his last one. Yeah, you're so. not going to be getting new Dang. music from him. Wow. So 28 years old. 28. Drop dead. Yeah. Cause of death. No apparent reason. Unknown. Mm. But I'm sure. I mean, it's just, I mean, that stuff happens all the time. Right. Um, before the yes. last few years, of course. Oh, all the time. All the time. In fact, it happens less now than it used to happen. Remember? Yeah. Remember back in the day? Um, we also had a soccer player uh, collapse and die on the. F- I'm sorry, on the pitch 
on the pitch uh, mm. late last week. Where was that? Again, um, common occurrence. No right? cause of death? No, I mean, this. listen, no. Let me see here. Huh. Let me find out where the uh, soccer guy was. Mm. Uh, I mean, this is happening all the time. All the time. Uh-huh. But. Very sad. Don't worry about it because it has 21. nothing to twenty. He was twenty-one though, so that's oh, uh, gosh. You know when when you type in about Jeez. the soccer people dying, you got to scroll through because there's so many. There's the Belgian goalkeeper who was twenty-five. Right. I think um, we talked about him. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I mean, everybody. I know the soccer, especially where your heart gets used so much. Uh, twenty-one years old. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sad. looking to see if they've given an official cause of death here. And nobody's interested in the, in this yet. Uh, authorities, health officials, oh, they know. Nobody's nobody they know. looking into it. Nobody's saying, "Hey, you know what? Okay, it is time to check into this this vaccine situation. Could it be contributing to these sudden deaths?" Yeah, that was South Africa where that one happened. Wow. Mm. All over the world. It's yeah. happening all over the world. And and the uh, let's see here, captain of soccer team and famous Thai cave rescue um, died at 18. Um, he was in the cave. Uh, oh one of, one of no! The boys. Really? Yeah. Let's see here. I I, I don't know. Jeez. Um, had, oh gosh! So this one was. That's weird. It says has been deemed an accident tied to a head injury. Cannot be confirmed if it was on or off the soccer pitch. So I don't know what that is. That might be a. Like a concussion thing there. Oh, gosh. Mm. Mm. Man. That was the 18-year-old? Yeah. Wow. Just scrolling through all these soccer deaths, man. This is crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, of course, uh, pushed the COVID vaccines as the only solution to stopping the virus, getting our lives back to normal. He was on with Jim Acosta uh, discussing Elon Musk. Jim Acosta saw his show. Cool. Yeah, isn't that great? Who knew that? I didn't know. (laughs) Um, But among many who want uh, Dr. Fauci held accountable for his role, uh, Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. they had to talk about him. They have to badmouth him. Oh, let's see here. Uh, Check this out. And the other thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, you've been vilified on the far right. I know you know that. Um, Oh, yeah. And we've seen Elon Musk tweet that his pronouns, uh, he's the owner of Twitter, that his pronouns are prosecute uh, Fauci. Others (laughs) in the GOP have talked about arresting you and prosecuting you. for your handling of COVID, what's your response to that? Uh, your response to Musk, and, and what has that been like for your family? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. family. Let's well, I mean, there's no victim. response to that craziness, Jim. I mean, prosecute me for what? What, for what, what are they talking under about? Oath, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could figure out what the heck they were talking about. I think oh. they're just going off the deep end. That's the answer to your first question. It doesn't make any sense. To say something like that, and it actually is irresponsible. Well, mm. okay. how about covering up uh, mass, about mass genocide? Yeah. yeah, how about fraud and deception of the American people? How about using American tax dollars for gain-of-function research when you sure as hell weren't And lying about that? it all. Yeah, and then lying to Congress about it. This next answer about the origins of COVID mm-hmm. is so unbelievably hilarious and sad at the same time. You've got to see what he said about this one, Pat. Oh, dear heavens. And on this theory of a lab leak, uh, you know, I've been wondering this. Do we have any idea how that would even work? Um, Have you heard any accounts as to how that might have happened? 
Is there yeah. speculation well, there, in, in the yeah, scientific but, community as to how that happened? Yeah, the, 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 there's a good, that, that's a very good question, Jim. So one of the things that people maybe don't fully appreciate that all of the intelligence agencies agree unanimously that this was not engineered. Namely, they didn't <laughs> deliberately gosh. do this to make a bioweapon. Everybody agrees with that. No matter what your prior thoughts were, everybody <laughs> agrees with that. A lab leak could be that Listen. someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses and bats, got infected, went into a lab, and was being studied in the lab, and then it came out of the lab. But if that's the definition of a lab leak, Jim, then that still is a natural occurrence. Oh, the other possibility bro. is someone takes a virus from the environment that doesn't actually spread very well in humans and manipulates it a bit and accidentally it escapes or accidentally infects someone and then you get an outbreak. Those are the <laughs> possibilities when you're talking about you lab leaks. Yeah, okay, so somebody's out inspecting bats. Yeah, just hanging out with bats. And apparently gets bitten or something Some, from the bat. Right. Gets COVID, uh -huh. goes back into the lab. Yeah, And yeah. then... Leaves the lab yeah. and infects other people? Can I put you down for a yes on that? <laughs> no. Is that not the most pathetic thing that, you've ever heard? That is outrageous. The world is hot on his trail, oh. finally, and he oh comes gosh. up with that? Wow. <laughs> okay. Bro, stop. And, by the way, it did not come from bats in the first place. Bats could... Barely pass this disease to each other. Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Ader and Slade tweets. Look, these bank collapses are just transitory until they're not. Uh, from Mr. Shans, and <laughs> people made tweet. fun of the old folks for burying their cash in the yard. They knew. Multiple Musai tweets. Uh, what's an easy way to switch to digital currency? Collapse the banks. Oh, you ain't kidding. Now, obviously, it won't work if only a couple go down. But if you get 50% or so. You ain't kidding. By the way, Biden speaks at 1045 a.m. Eastern. Then the Federal Reserve has an emergency meeting at 1130 a.m. Eastern today. From High Plains Stranger. Go woke, go broke isn't a theory. It's a proven economic model. Is there a bank in existence that doesn't follow it? We are so screwed. Yep. A-R-H-Z, uh, in my opinion, stockbrokers and people like Jim Cramer are just used car salesmen. They sell you lemons that no one wants and get paid for doing it. It's called pump and dump in the financial industry. They all should have to be fiduciary. <laughs> Rowdy Introvert tweets, uh, Congress was united over an unspeakable conspiracy. Has anyone by chance checked the weather forecast in hell recently? <laughs> yes, it just froze over. Oh, Just no. froze over. Uh, high today in hell, 25 degrees. Yeah, completely frozen over. My goodness. Uh, Corn Pop tweets, Democrats know Fauci. Dr. Fauci funded the labs under Trump. Uh, this will be their opportunity to blame Trump for the virus. Yes, and, and the vaccine probably. <laughs> and Blunter Hyden, well, and, you know, it really was his deal. Yep. Um, but he brags about it. They love it now. It's the latest trend, guys, collapsing and dying suddenly in your 20s. Yeah, it sadly is. So sad. And as long as Dr. Fauci is rearing his, rearing his ugly face lately, <laughs> let's revisit something he said three years ago this month that you might remember. Uh, he had this to say about masks 
on 60 Minutes. Mm. <clears throat> and it went a little something like this. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. Oh. You're hmm. sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason hmm. to be walking around with a mask. Thank you. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect <laughs> protection that people think that it is. And often, hmm. what? there are unintended Wait, consequences. What? People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep right. touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, and don't forget an email that same little troll, Dr. Fauci, admitted that the droplets are so small that they would go right through the mask. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's amazing. But it wasn't long before he went from recommending no masks and, and saying that, essentially, he just said... They don't work anyway. Mm -hmm. They're really for show. If it makes you feel better, okay, whatever. But that's all it is. It's about feeling good about it. He went from that to recommending not one, but two masks. <laughs> we get asked all the time, should we be double masking? The CDC makes recommendations based on data that they accumulate because it's a science-based organization. Okay. Right now, they Shut are up. looking at these different options of mask wearing. In the meantime, as I often get asked, should you be wearing two masks or one mask? Okay, and us. I say, there's no recommendation. Mm -hmm. However, However, there what? are many people who take the common sense approach. Uh -huh. If you're talking about a physical barrier, <laughs> right. and as the CDC recommends, you want at least mm -hmm. two layers within the mask as a physical mm -hmm. barrier, sure. and you feel maybe more of a physical barrier would be better, uh -huh. there's nothing wrong with people wearing two masks. See? Look at there. So there's you can no do- no study in the world that shows that masks <laughs> work you. that well. So <laughs> you're never going to get the kind of benefit from mandatory year-round masking uh -huh. as you would mm -hmm. from making substantial improvements in indoor air quality. What a lot easier to top COVID well. advisor? Yeah, yeah. So Dr. We went, Ashish Jha. We went from Fauci, who was the COVID advisor, to, mm -hmm. to Ashish Ashish Jha. So, um, uh, remember those doctors in California? Remember the early on? They were saying the same stuff yes. about, yes. like, it's a chain-link fence. You want to put up two chain-link fences? Fine. Right. I'm sure that'll stop whatever is coming your way. Yeah. Uh, this is just and, so laborious. The last three years we've been saying this. Stuff. And those guys were just ridiculed and oh. demonized. Oh, and, they were kicked off of social media. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if California eventually backed off, but they definitely had their licenses threatened. Um, and they had treated thousands of COVID patients already. They were experts in the field. They were actually treating people as opposed to. Uh, Anthony Fauci, who hadn't treated people in 45 years yeah, at the time. If you live in California, can you update us? Because they were trying to pursue that. Like, if you refused to give the vaccine or something like that, they were going to pull your license. Did that ever cool off? I, 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 hmm. I don't know. But this is just this is incredible. Three years of madness. Yeah, and just to show that he's been he's he's been on every side of every issue. Um, uh, check this out from oh, a little montage. Dr. Fauci. Okay, let's see. On the mask. People should not be walking around with masks. Yeah. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel 
a little bit better. <laughs> masks are protective, and we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has and not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask mm -hmm. for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. Oh when the children gosh. go out into the community, Come you want on. them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from mm -hmm. two years old mm -hmm. onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, mm -hmm. can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Because now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean, you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And they <laughs> wanted to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it if you would like to is right. put a cloth mask oh, over. It's actually here. And here and here, where you could get leakage in, leakage. is much better contained. And are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Look like you are. Looks like he's a zero masker at the old Nationals game. That is incredible. That's really incredible. And he denies that. He denies that he's been on every side of all of these issues. And that's just the mask issue. I mean, that, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's just that one. And I want to point mm. this out. Here's a fun fact I think we need to throw out there. Um, in Sweden, 1.95 million kids younger than 16 attended school without masks or distancing in the year 2020. Okay? Almost 2 million youths in Sweden. Mm -hmm. 15 of those 1.95 million developed severe COVID-19 Guess how many died out of the 1.95 million kids who went to school, didn't social distance, didn't wear masks in the year 2020? How many died? How many? I'm going to say zero. You win. Yeah. Yeah. Grand total of zero. Mm -hmm. None. I mean, this is... No children. Help us. It's just... Yeah, I know. It's, we are in it's a, outrageous. And that Savannah Guthrie, I'm afraid that she is... The voice of a lot of Americans. Like, help me. What do I do? My kid wants to go to summer camp. I remember that pathetic interview. And she kept asking mm -hmm. him because she couldn't make a decision on her own. She kept asking Dr. freaking Fauci, who my kid wants to go to summer camp. And I say, I don't know. And then I say, well, maybe you have to wear a mask at summer camp, even outside. Dr. Fauci, please make up. Please direct my life choices for me, Dr. Fauci. How many Americans looked at that man, looked at government officials, and asked those same questions? Please direct my path. Tell me what to do. It's so pathetic, and that's exactly where we are as a nation. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so frustrating as hell to be walking around with these people.
Let me tell you about uh, Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Because you can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh smelling air, eliminate odors, kill mold and mildew, and bacteria and viruses. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air. And that seeks out the odors and the air pollutants in your home. And it destroys them. Doesn't just mask them. Doesn't cover them up. It destroys them. And leaves your house smelling fresh and clean. And right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You'll get three units for under 200 bucks. That's a fraction of the cost uh, compared to other air purifiers. So just get the three-pack, put them up in the, in the spaces where you need them. So easy. You take them out of the box, you plug them in, and turn it on. It's just that simple. You never have to change any filters. There aren't filters to change. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in the discount code PAT and save 200 bucks. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAT. Shipping is free. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Wow. <laughs> Russian dementia care facilities are, uh, are, are, they have an interesting poster out. Um, check this out. <laughs> I think we have a copy of it, right? Can you, yep. put, you can put this? Uh, Look at uh, that. Uh, oh, uh, you might recognize that man <laughs> oh, as, as Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> What else do you say? There's a number you can call if you have someone that has dementia in your right. life. And uh, and they give that number and they uh, show the on the poster. Picture of the U.S. president, <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, we shouldn't laugh about that. It doesn't, that doesn't mean we're pro-Putin or pro-Russia. Or pro-dementia. Or pro-dementia. We're just saying that was a creative use of Photoshop uh, yeah. by... yeah. Russia. And at least somebody notices the guy is cognitively <laughs> screwed up. I got news for you. Everybody notices. Uh, except for key Democrats. Oh, they notice. They just refuse to say That's it out loud. for sure. Oh, man. And on Friday, our dementia-riddled president <laughs> whispered and laughed about Ooh. thousands of new IRA agents IRS. Uh, targeting IRS. Yeah, not mm-hmm. IRA. The uh, Irish Republican Army. It stays mostly oh, in Ireland. Oh, gosh, I thought we had that tamped down. Now we yeah. got that to worry about, too? <laughs> so a lot of new IRS agents targeting Americans. Funny, apparently, uh, to him. Oh, gosh. Uh, and on top of that, uh, the, what they're really f- focused on, I saw here, we'll, I, I shouldn't get into all this now, uh, is uh, what is kind of uh, surprised me. They, uh, they want to make sure we don't have enough IRS agents. You know those IRS agents we had? They're going to yeah. check on the accounts of the super wealthy, which require a lot of accounting, oh, a lot of agents to look at it. <laughs> they want to get rid of them. Uh, that's funny. I don't know. We just have a very different value set. Uh, okay. Uh, He's saying that so Republican- 87,000 agents are necessary to start hassling people who have a lot of money. And you know that's not who they're going to hassle. No, that's not what the stats say. The stats say they're coming for you and me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I've got I've got an assignment for those eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Um, maybe you go after the what is it forty two thousand? Yeah, uh, government employees. It is forty two thousand behind <clears throat> yeah. on their taxes. Let's In, send them over there, including uh, check on uh, Joe Robinette Biden <laughs> and his doctor wife Jill. Check on them. Oh, it is time to audit. Uh, wouldn't a that be sitting great, president? Wouldn't that be freaking fantastic? Oh, wouldn't that sorry. serve him right? The computer just randomly <clears throat> selected you, sir. Yeah, I, I mean, you're talking about rich Americans, uh-huh. and you're pretty wealthy. You got what three homes? Big, big, beautiful homes. You're making millions of dollars a year. Yep, yep. I mean, he's right there in the wheelhouse of yep. who is going to get an audit because you remember every government agency was tasked by this administration to. Basically, go and use DEI uh, as your as your guiding light as you go forward. We need to. You have to provide to the White House how your agency is going to implement this. And in fact, here's this little blurb here that says um, uh, this administration intends to alter IRS audit algorithms to target white. Asian or mixed race taxpayers. Oh, the white privilege. Oh, we're just bleeding it now. Let's go after Joe Biden. Let's do it. I mean, <laughs> he's white. Uh, go after him. This is this is madness. This it's road we are on is grotesque. Now, I'll tell you this. I just got a little love note from the IRS that I owe them um, five thousand extra dollars plus a thousand dollar plus penalty. For 2020, I'm like, uh, okay, it's 2023. You're billing me. They just decided that um, my calculations were wrong, and I actually I didn't do my own taxes, but I, I guess my preparer uh, screwed up somehow. And uh, there's a right, and now I owe them six thousand more dollars. Is some of that stuff? Yeah, that's in three years. I was gonna say some's three, some seven. Okay, I don't know, man. Fight it like hell. Oh, this I'm, is. I plan to. I plan to. But, you know, it might make it worse. You start fighting it, who knows? Uh, And now they've got 87,000 new agents. Yeah, the Republicans want those to go away. It's bad enough already with the IRS. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we have much different value system than you do, uh, Joe Biden. Um, Much different. We have to get... Unbelievable. Celebrities who pay through the nose... To stand up, whether it's you know, I don't know, musicians, athletes. There's a mm-hmm. there's a there's a player for the Buffalo Bills who's like, yeah, um, I want to, I want to play somewhere where the government doesn't take half my money. Yeah, wouldn't like that be nice? He's in the state of New York. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I want to play so. I mean, that's what we need. And we need young people who are realizing, uh, who are who you know are just starting to feel the effects of the tax system in this country. Where they're starting to make a little bit of money, like my son this year, made a little bit of money, and then all of a sudden at the end of the year, now you owe us a thousand dollars more. Uh, in his words, why aren't more people upset about the taxes? I don't know. I don't know. I think they are. They've just accepted it. I and did. we're all just cheap now. I did my taxes through ten different services online. You did. They all have different amounts of how much I owe. Guess, really? Guess which one I'm going with. The least. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Pat Gray, Unleashed.
Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Welcome to it. Got some tweets here. Uh, I'm a licking butter. <laughs> tweets. Fauci is playing verbal twister. Uh, Trisha twists. Mm-hmm. So according to Fauci, when the lab opened the sky roof to the to light the sky with the bat symbol, the virus rode the light beam okay. and it leaked into Wuhan. Batman caught the virus and spread it around the world. Dude, Essentially, that's it. Yeah, you got it. You, yeah. you, you nailed you it. it. You summed it up beautifully. Nice. There, there's nice. a uh, there's a meme going around where Batman is holding up, I think, the Joker by his throat. Mm-hmm. And the caption says, go on. Say it came from a bat again. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Boots, Boots, can Americans who lost loved ones to COVID sue Fauci for, let's say, negligence? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, this is going to I know. It's going to get be, interesting. He, he needs to stop babbling and uh, spouting off to people. He is so full of himself. Sure is. He's not going to stop. He loves this. Duck and cover times, flip-flops aren't just for your feet. <laughs> Example, Anthony Fauci. Right. Uh, from Hee Haw the Viking, despite a unanimous vote in Congress, I bet today's show will have an information warning, if not deleted, if not a deleted segment on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Despite a unanimous vote in Congress. I was wondering about that as we were doing the segment. Uh-huh. Is this thing going to be... You know, deleted, edited, demonetized, even though it was 419 to nothing. Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Well, and from Dan the Man, uh, Keith, I think the reason why you're so upset is because uh, until we find a real vaccination, there's no substitute for love. <laughs> so that's from the Bon Jovi song. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Until <laughs> we yeah. find a new vaccination, there's no substitute for love. Boy, I can't find that. Of course, it was in the other machine, which uh-huh. which died that tragic death. Uh-huh. So we what? We go to YouTube, right? And we'll uh, find it there. So we go to YouTube, and we can't find it there. He spent the entire break looking for I it. I think it's been scrubbed from the internet because it was so terrible. It, <laughs> it has to be such a bad song. I think they were embarrassed by it, and they got rid of it. <laughs> Seriously, it, you cannot find it now. So if people want to look for it, it's John Bon Jovi with Jennifer Nettles. Yeah, and it was what. <sighs> Substitute for I don't know what uh, they yeah, called I, yeah. it. But it was it was about social distancing. Yeah. Uh and if anybody has it, send it to us. And if you think you find it on YouTube by looking at the little thumbnail in action, you're wrong. Yeah, you gotta listen to the song. Remember, it's I mean not, as long as you remember what it sounded like, yeah. Make sure it's no the right one. Yeah. So anyway, that when you click on that <clears throat> video that you're like, oh, there it is. That, it's not what, that song. No. Right. It's frustrating. They were so embarrassed, dude. I think so. They get, I think get that's what off, happened. Get it off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame them. I mean, no. I wouldn't want that left around uh, either. Laying around where people can say, geez, that, that's John Bon Jovi now? He is terrible. What happened to that guy? <laughs> uh, so, what's in the Joe Biden $6.9 trillion budget? This is so great. Um, wonderful things for the environment. Wait, did you, you know six point nine trillion trillion dollars? Yeah, do you remember when the American budget was I don't know two trillion? It was Three not that long ago. Trillion? It was a couple of weeks ago. It seems like. Oh. Biden insists he does not want uh, middle class taxes to go up. However, here's the thing: 
he's going to let the uh, tax cuts expire. The uh, Donald Trump tax cuts that every American got, and they always try to make it like only rich people receive tax cuts from him, but every American received a tax cut. Every tax-paying American. Uh, I think if you made $10,000 and you didn't pay taxes, you didn't get a tax cut. But uh, everybody who paid taxes got a cut. That's going to go up. So your taxes will go up. He's lying from the start. Biden's plan would tax some Americans for unrealized capital gains, meaning they'd have to pay taxes on property that increased in value even if they didn't sell it. I swear this is freaking madness. How, how do you calculate that? Like, do you, I don't know. Like, on what day do I owe those taxes? Mm-hmm. Like, if I file on January 30th, and the, the stocks in my portfolio are worth this amount, but then by April 15th, they've gone down, do I get a refund? I mean, this is so stupid. This is... And, uh, and again, I'll say, capital gains tax shouldn't exist. It's a double tax! You've already paid your taxes on your income. Then you take that money that you've got left over that the government allows you to keep and you invest it. And then when you make any kind of gain on that, you have to pay on that as well. No. Why should I have to? It, it's That's just like the death tax, which they brought back after, uh, you know, several years of no death tax because the Republicans got rid of it for a time. Uh, but why on after paying taxes your entire life on income, property tax, capital gains taxes, all sorts of double and triple taxation that you've had to endure your whole life. Then when you die, <laughs> then the government wants to take another 40 to 50 percent of it. So you can't leave it you can't leave all of it to your kids or whoever you want to leave it to. It's outrageous. It's immoral. It's uh it's absolutely wrong. It's evil. Biden's budget would increase the business tax rate to 28%, which the Tax Foundation previously estimated would kill 159,000 jobs. It would shrink the economy by 720 billion dollars. And cut wages for low Americans, low-income Americans. Biden's tax hike would lead the U.S. Uh, into having a higher business tax than communist China. Oh, perfect. By raising the business tax rate, American families would be hit with increased utility bills uh, due to increased costs for utility providers. <laughs> Despite high gas prices, Biden's budget proposals... Include $31 billion in tax hikes on U.S. oil and gas production. Oh, that'll help. Okay, well, yeah, you tax ExxonMobil and Chevron and Shell and everybody uh, who provides oil to Americans. Do you think they're just going to eat that cost? <laughs> no, they're going to pass it on to us. We will pay higher gas prices. It's just, it's, it's not brain surgery here. Uh, let's see. Also, wasteful spending. Manhattan Institute senior fellow Brian Riedel uh, says $2 trillion of the new taxes Biden is proposing would go towards new spending initiatives on top of the $5 trillion in new spending Biden's already enacted. 
Help us, Lord, help us. His budget focuses on advancing equity and environmental justice. Oh, thank goodness. Mentioning equity 63 times, climate 148 times, and environmental justice 25 times. (laughs) Wow. We couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. For the third year in a row, under Biden... The budget does not include the Hyde Amendment and would use taxpayer money to fund abortions. The policy that a majority of Americans oppose. They don't care. They don't care. The budget includes funding to establish a civilian climate core, a demand pushed by far-left environmentalists like the Sunrise Movement, which would pay young Americans to advocate for environmental justice. Oh, the Biden budget would increase funding for the IRS by 15%. It comes on top of the $80 billion Democrats gave the agency last year. It also includes other far-left priorities. $3 billion to advance gender equity and equality. $150 million for illegal immigrant legal fees. $57 million to support the UN Population Fund, which supports abortion and forced sterilization to China. Okay. Yeah, good. It's fun, right? Those are American initiatives, right? That we always believe in. All Americans believe in forced sterilization. <laughs> Why would you have any problem with your money going to that? That's as American as apple pie, right? <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. Baseball. Hot dogs. Sure. Apple pie and forced sterilization. Remember that song? Yeah, I, it was so good. That is a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. And by the way, it's catchy. Uh, you mentioned you know the initiatives going after uh, climate change and all that stuff. And, you know, there was that talk about the, uh, they haven't given up on coming after your uh, gas stoves, by the way. That's not, that, that didn't just drift off into the ether. And it turns out that the group that was uh, really pushing for that, um, that, that has convinced the Biden administration to pursue that policy to ban gas stoves, uh, they have, surprise, a substantial amount of investments in green energy solutions. No. <laughs> right. It's just what? Like, just, what a stunner. This is, oh, man. Help. Help. Uh, Good times, right? Yeah, yeah. Aren't you loving it? No, great times. Great times. Uh, oh, almost forgot to mention, too, while Biden has been laughing about uh, more IRA, IRS, I don't know why I keep thinking IRA, IRS agents, uh, <laughs> We have this story about 42,000 federal employees who are cheating on oh, their yeah. taxes. Yeah, yeah, mention that. 42,000. Mm-hmm. But they're coming after, you know, people that, that actually filed, mm-hmm. paid taxes, and yeah. they're like, oh, no, actually, we need, we're going to need some more. Yeah. So paid taxes all year and then paid more at the end of the year, and now they want even more than that. Yeah, you know what? Screw you. Yes, exactly. You know what? You got 42,000 federal employees. You could you Go could, after them. Right. Why don't you assign two IRS, two of these new IRS agents per federal employee? Get that all locked up, and then we'll, we'll work on my math, okay? Yeah. Uh, I swear. Pathetic. Uh, and I'm telling you, Pat, hold on to that card of this. It, this government is targeting you because of your race. They admitted mm-hmm. as much with the new algorithms at the IRS that they are did. targeting whites, Asians, and mixed race people. I'm sorry. Uh, that's unconstitutional. And I go to court over this crap. Like, this is madness, man. This country is, we are, mm, we are in the vapors, man. We're yeah. in the vapors of existence. Quite well, frankly. We're, we're definitely in trouble. There's no doubt about that. And we've, often made mention this is not america anymore 
And it's really, it's truer every single day, unfortunately. All right, let me tell you about preborn. Uh, while this administration considers declaring a public health emergency on abortion, the battle is far from over. Uh, in fact, they keep saying they're going to codify abortion in law. Um, wow. So overturning Roe v. Wade, that was, that was big, but it was just the start of this fight. And what's going to happen and what is already happening is people are leaving places like Texas where it's harder to get an abortion and going to places like California where it's easier. So preborn's work is even more important right now. They seek out the women who are seeking abortions and they provide them with ultrasounds. Why? Because when the expectant mother, considering an abortion, sees the ultrasound, they see the baby in her womb, they hear the heartbeat, it is a game changer. And it doubles the chance that they choose life. And once they do choose life, then preborn helps them with all kinds of other things, diapers and food and clothing and all of that free of charge to the mother. And they can do that because of your donation. Your donation of $28 will buy one ultrasound. If you can do 144, that buys five ultrasounds and hopefully saves five babies. So let's save some lives today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that because abortion doesn't stop and we can't stop either. Go and uh, get your phone and dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pat. That's preborn.com slash pat. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, we found. Well, we didn't. Many in the audience <clears throat> have sent the link. To okay. Us. All right. So it was actually the song we were listening to at first, mm -hmm. but we forgot that the part we always played was at the end of the song. Yeah. Because we never made it through the <laughs> song. It's so bad. Uh, what do you mean? Listen to this. Oh, I meant so good. Until we find the I mean, that is the worst. What? How you doing? Holy crap. John Bon Jovi uh, doesn't normally sing like that and right i don't know man. i mean i've played enough bon jovi yeah. songs in my career to know that's not usual living on a prayer not not this no for sure. right <laughs> although i'll keep my social distance but this world needs you to hug until we find the vaccination there's, there's no, no substitute for love. love so love but i guess when we find the vaccination there is a substitute for love and that's the vaccine and that's what kind of what we've seen but since the vaccine right? sucks do we have to uh -huh. go back to loving no no we got the vaccine but it doesn't work i know but we still have the vaccine love yourself and love your family uh -huh. love your neighbor and a friend just a friend you ain't made yet so bad. Horrible. Uh, seriously, from a major artist, one of the worst things uh, ever recorded, probably. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think I can safely say that. Uh, all right, we got some <laughs> tweets here. Microaggressor, how about those IRS agents? Go have the sex with themselves. There you go. 
Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Go make the From Johnny Ringo, the new IRS agents will be targeting white conservatives. Can't jeopardize Joe's base. Oh, boy. You know what? Right. Okay. Not only is that a good point on a political level, but how much less do you have to donate to a Republican candidate? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a Trump or DeSantis. Yeah, or when they're taking the money from you. Congressional. Right. Yeah, that's... Um, yep. Hippie Patriot tweets. So they won't help the people in East Palestine, Ohio. But they will ride in and save the rich man's bank. Huh. And protect the rich. Screw the poor. Seems to be the opposite of what they spew to us on a daily basis. Isn't that the truth? Toothpaste Words tweets, the city of Kansas City, Missouri, still owes me $800 Hmm. from a tax mistake, uh, a job made from 15 years ago. I've jumped through hoops and done everything they've told me to and haven't seen a dime and, of course, never will. As much time as you have spent Mm -hmm. chasing down this $800, um, you've probably already given it back now. And, and oh. more, more labor. Oh, yeah. No, uh, no you know, question. Man hours. And yeah. Stress. Well, if it was from 15 years ago, they should owe you about oh, yeah. 2500 bucks. Oh, can we charge interest? Uh, interest? And how about penalties? Yeah, they, they, that's like what they, they do to you. Yeah. They hit me with a $1,200 penalty or whatever it was. Dude, I want to represent And it's you. the first I'm hearing that there was even a mistake from 2020. I, I think the Pisses answer is, is in another tweet you're about to land on. And we need to find this article for you because I'm ready. To, uh, let's go. I, I'm ready to represent you in court, Pat. But as Toothpaste Words tweets, uh, if I did that to them, I'd be in jail. Yeah, yes, you would. exactly right. Yep. I'm only here for the popcorn. 2020 tax returns were tossed during early COVID. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Read the numerous articles about it. Mm. Uh, you're not only you're not the only one that's gotten a love note from the IRS. They were found to have, have uh, intentionally destroyed millions of what? returns. Wow. So, wait. Okay. We're gonna have to read up on that. Yeah, this is on them then, if that's accurate. Uh, I'm sorry, right. your record keeping sucks. Yeah. Oh, God. From uh, reps, my husband and I just received one of those lovely love <laughs> letters from the IRS last week. It was for 2021. Let me add, he's a small business owner. We plan on fighting it. Yeah. First time it's ever happened. Yeah. Um, You know, that's another thing. The small business tax that they attach to everybody, that they hammer you with because you're a small business owner? They penalize you for that? Why? Why? So congratulations. If you're a small business that survived the government-mandated lockdowns, Right. your reward, having survived and come through on the other side, is, is um, to pay the self-employment tax. Is this massive IRS audit that it's apparently mm-hmm. happening with small business owners? Right. Was this uh, was this your small business targeted on this? On your uh, uh, situation? I did, now this was our personal taxes, okay. so I don't know. They could also be ta- they could also be preparing uh, some kind of hit on on Kexi cookies, which by the way, <sighs> we've got new flavors um, that are delicious. You want to check those out? Kexi.com. You need some IRS themed uh, uh, flavors for for uh, April. For April. No, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Jackie about that. That's a good idea. Like, tastes like money. <laughs> or, I mean, if it's IRS specific, uh huh. Probably don't want a cookie that tastes like what they are made of. Uh, no, probably so. not. Um, <laughs> let's see. Kexi. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I got to tell you about these. Oh, Irish cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the flavors. Okay. Really good. 
Um, also, let's see, what else do we have that's new? Strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah. Delicious. I understand. <laughs> Keep in mind, I can't have any of these anymore. And the Almond Joy. Now, the um, Almond Joy's got uh, coconut on it. And nuts. I think well. it has yeah. it's got almond, a, right? It's got a cute little almond on top mm-hmm. with like a coconut frosting. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. The Texas Sheet Cake is back. That's one of my all-time favorites. <clears throat> Can't eat it anymore, but you can you can do it for me. <laughs> um, so go to Kexi.com and uh, check out all the new flavors. Really, really good. Uh, oh, and use the promo code the Jeffy. Oh, still got that one. You huh? save 18%. 18%. Um, let's see. Missing from the Joe Biden budget is a plan to save Social Security, which he you know, claims Republicans are trying to kill. <laughs> and uh, it just came out. It's going to be insolvent by, what was it, 2033? In fact, it was, it was bumped up a few years from where they thought it was going to be insolvent. Oh, and now it's even closer. So, oh, good. We got that going for us. I think it's like 10 years from now. Uh, it's supposed to be completely insolvent. Here's uh, OMB director Shalonda Young. <laughs> the uh, thinking is that Social Security only has about 12 more years of solvency left. 12, okay. This seems like a good opportunity, isn't it, with divided government for the president to make a proposal, hope for a compromise? He doesn't seem to be interested in doing that. Yeah. Well, huh. You assume the debate is from huh. cutting no benefits and moving forward. Right. We're trying to protect the benefits that are there now. Are you? I wish we were at the point of the debate where we could sit down and come up with proposals to extend. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it is clear that some people want to go backwards. We are saying <laughs> this president, which he has said over and over, will not accept benefit cu- benefit cuts in the Social Security program. Uh, mm-hmm. So. You're assuming all players are starting from the same place. Listen, listen. They're not. Uh, and so this president has been very clear. His position is we will protect Social Security. Okay. The, the president is not making a proposal here to extend the solvency of Social Security. He's proposing not to accept right. any benefit cuts. But the Republican leaders say they're not proposing benefit cuts. Thank you. Who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to listen to, Pat? There's uh, your Republicans. answer. Republicans? No, that's your answer. Who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to listen to? The hell kind of answer? I- Idiocracy. Well, it's the kind they give us all the time. That's, they they give it all the time. Who are you going to listen to? I'm going to listen to bon, John Bon Jovi. Although I'll keep my social distance, but this world needs you to hug. Until we find the vaccination, right, there's, no, there's substitute no substitute for love. For love. There just isn't. So love yourself and love your family. Love your neighbor and your friend. Anytime you love a stranger, you're just afraid you ain't me. Beautiful. No. It's beautiful. I'm not. No? What do you mean? What do you mean? Are you taking exception to that incredible performance it by make, John Bon Jovi it, and it Jennifer makes, Nettles? It, it makes me sad, Pat. Does it? Are, are you a Bon Jovi fan? No, no. No. Just, okay. I. Bad music makes me sad. All right. Oh, gosh. What are we doing? Help <laughs> us, Lord. All right. More <laughs> Packer Unleashed coming up. <laughs> Welcome. Great to have you with us. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm <laughs> likes the new budget. Oh, good. And says you should, too. I mean, <clears throat> if you love the planet. Okay? Oh. If 
you love the planet. That's a qualifier if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Here's what she says. It is an existential threat. Do you care about climate change? Do you care about the future for you, for your children? Pause Do you want to know how we can? Okay. It is not an existential threat. Do you know what existential means? It means it threatens the existence of the planet. No, it doesn't. No. And there's there's nowhere you can find an actual scientist, a real person who knows anything about it and is honest that will say that. Michael Schellenberger went to these people who supposedly said it at the IPCC. Okay, that's the UN's environmental agency. He went to them and said, hey, everybody's saying, you guys said within 12 years, this was four years ago or whatever, I think it's eight years now. Everybody's saying within 12 years, you guys said the planet's going to end if we don't, it's going to be catastrophic. They're like, no, we didn't say that. No, that's not what we said. (laughs) (laughs) And so he wrote a book about it. Please do yourself a favor, Jennifer Granholm. Read the book. So so you're claiming, <sighs> I just want to make sure I have this right, mm-hmm. for YouTube. Okay. Okay, you're claiming <laughs> um, that climate change is not an existential threat. That's what I'm claiming. So yeah. I think it's yeah. fair to say that you, sir, are a crazy nut. Uh, a climate kook. climate denier. Climate denier. Climate denier. Right there. What if I do say that... Yeah, the temperature's gone up a little bit, uh, 0.9 degrees Celsius in 100, 100 years. I would say what if I admit to that? I Am say, I still a climate denier? I would say that. And the answer is yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes, you're still a climate denier because you must go along with all their uh, catastrophism. You have to believe it's going to be a catastrophe if we don't completely reorganize our economies. Mm-hmm. Especially in America, if we don't destroy the American economy, then you're not you're you're not uh, well. You're a climate denier. Okay. Okay. Well, you know who's got it all figured out, right? Jennifer Granholm and and China. Of course, if I'm not that's mistaken. who we need to follow. They're solving the world's problems. Yeah, right here now. she is telling us about <laughs> it. The countries all are susceptible to pressure, to peer mm-hmm. pressure. They don't want to be the outlier. I mean, there's a couple of countries that we know are outliers and don't care. But but I think China has done, um, has mm. been very sensitive mm-hmm. and has oh, yeah. actually invested a lot in me? their solutions uh, to achieve their goals. Uh, so their goals we're, we're hopeful unreal. that... You know, we can all learn from what China uh-huh. is doing, but the amount of money that they're investing in are clean you? energy is actually, you we know, uh, encouraging. Learn. Okay. We can all learn from the fact that they're producing the equivalent of one coal-fired power plant a week. We can learn from that? Seriously? They couldn't care less about this planet's environment. (laughs) I, I mean... Do they have any credibility left when they're saying nonsense, when they're speaking bullcrap like that? We can learn a lot from China, you know, because, man, you talk about uh, being the biggest polluters on the planet and the the biggest contributors to CO2, which we all say is the big pollutant that's killing us. 
And they're the biggest producers of that pollutant on this earth. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we learned says, something from them. What did she say? Well, they're doing what they can to achieve their goals. What that? What, what gobbledygook is that? Yeah. Their goals. Unbelievable. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Did I just say that Jennifer Granholm spewed gobbledygook with her answer? No, no, no. No, no, no. No. As frustrating <sighs> as the last 72 hours have been from this administration. I'm sorry. The last two plus years mm -hmm. from this administration. And as terrible of a communicator as KJP is, Pat Gray, mm -hmm. this answer to what is the Biden administration's border plan, what, what, what's going on there with the border, this is the most vapid answer you have ever, and that's saying something. I mean, this is, you got to hear this KJP clip about the border, dude. Watch this. What we are going to promise is that we're going to do this. We're going to move forward with a with a uh, with this kind of system, this immigration system that has been gutted, really, truly gutted by the last administration. We're going to move forward and do it in a humane way. Oh. We're going to do it in a safe way, uh, and we're going to do it in the way that moves us forward. And so, what we have been seeing, what we've been dealing mm -hmm. with, again, mm -hmm. is trying to fix the damage that the last administration do did. What do we have done is we've We've opened the path uh, to. Uh, whoa, whoa, we've opened whoa. the path to, to, to make sure to that citizen? people oh. have a way to um, to, to get citizen? you know to come C through citizen? and uh. do it in a legal pathway. Okay, you say that they gutted. Wouldn't this be a, a decent follow-up? <clears throat> you say the last administration gutted the immigration policy. In what way did they do that? Tell me what they did to gut the policy when fewer people crossed the border. By at least 50% than, than do now. Um, what are you talking about? How In what way did they gut the policy? <laughs> First of all, our policy has not been good in, I don't know, 60 or 70 years. So don't tell me they <laughs> gutted any policy that was reasonable and working because it hasn't been reasonable and working since about 1958 <laughs> they gutted the immigration policy shut up <laughs> oh man help and then jennifer granholm on the on the climate situation with you know i did a little research over the weekend oh on the climate you know because our planet is in such problem uh, area is in such trouble right now mm -hmm. okay, so nice to hear i you looked around that. at other planets to see how they were doing <laughs> oh you know this is good yeah and i found that uh for instance let's go to venus which is the closest planet to us right so i went to venus and i said mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. how are they doing is it really They've got acid storms on that stinking planet. Oh, my goodness. They're not doing that well. That's horrible. Nothing lives on the surface of Venus. Nothing. Oh. It's like hundreds of degrees hotter than we are. Uh, you talk about global warming. I mean, continual volcanic activity. Oh, my goodness. Continual 100-degree, 400-degree temperatures uh during the day and then at night oh, it's no, like what? super nasty cold what yeah like over a hundred below zero no yeah no and that's just venus okay uh let's talk mars God. which at one point they think may have had life it certainly doesn't anymore i wonder why uh global warming 
and cooling. Uh, they have both those problems oh on Mars. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not to mention, this is the only planet in this stinking solar system that has any life. We're doing better than the other planets. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, we're doing it better. It sounds like we are, actually. <laughs> we're doing better. I mean, you could go clear out to Pluto if you want to try to find uh, some kind of life. No, there's none out there either. None. It's just damn cold there. Wow. And they're doing so badly on that planet, they've been degraded to mm. not even being a planet. Maybe it's because they didn't have their crap together. They did not. On the climate. Yeah, they did. And didn't. so then we were like, eh, you know what? You're mm-hmm. Plutoid now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there. I think they do call it a planetoid, right? It's yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, which I don't accept, by the way. Me either. I'm, I'm, I grew up with with Pluto being a planet, and to me, in my heart, it still is. Even though not as quality a planet as ours, none of them are. <laughs> We're getting there. Trust me on that. Do your own research. <laughs> don't trust my word on it, Ashley. You don't have to. Uh, go look it up. Uh, speaking of uh, the border as KJP was, this happened last week in Congress. The wow. Democrats on the House Energy and Commerce Committee voted against a bill to classify fentanyl-related substances, FRS, as scheduled, Schedule One substances, a vote that comes even as a record number of Americans are dying from those compounds every year. So the committee's health subcommittee approved the bill 1710, with every Democrat except Representative Angie Craig voting against the measure. Mm. <clears throat> Republicans are pushing the legislation because it will increase... The mandatory minimum sentence for anyone caught having those substances in their possession, which they believe will lead to a significant reduction mm. in the spread across the country. Mm. Between 70 and 100,000 Americans die every year from fentanyl. I mean, it's it doesn't take much fentanyl to die from it. I mean, just a tiny little bit can kill you. Yeah. And we see that every day. So it's really, really very, very sad. Yeah, but this is interesting, this Schedule 1 stuff and what's on it. Keep in mind, fentanyl, <clears throat> not on it now, right? They had the chance. Yeah. It, it What is it? it? It offers no medicinal value. Is that what it says on this article? And then, But yet marijuana is a class one. Uh, Schedule 1 substances Schedule. are typically substances that have, quote, no currently accepted medical use <laughs> and a high potential for abuse. Okay, that, that seems to fit. No accepted medical use for fentanyl? Um, I will say that's I've had fentanyl a few times. Okay. And it does relieve pain. It's with something else, though, right? Is that right? I, I, I don't, I don't know, know too well. I don't know. Um, I know that when I've had kidney stones before, oh. this last time they gave me uh, morphine. But the time before that, uh, I got fentanyl. And it... Took care of the issue for a while. I mean, so it, I so explain that if if you know how the, if it's if it's the <clears> one <throat> little speck, mm-hmm. but if it's somehow administered at the right dosage amount, that's what less than that. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you had it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And the amount t- that can kill you is really small. Very very is this small. Just, yeah. Is this just the really crappy? Stuff that's coming from China, then? Well, it, it may be that partially, but it's also from, you know, you're getting it from medical professionals right. in the hospital. 
when you go to the hospital, they know what they're doing, and they're not going to give you an overdose. Where if you're administering it to yourself, you don't know. You don't know what's going to kill you. Somebody gives it to you, or you, you buy it on the street or whatever. So it's not just the quantity, it's the quality, Yeah, obviously. I think so, too. With yeah. the ingredients coming from China. <clears throat> but I think the fact that they have marijuana on this list of Schedule 1, right? Marijuana, magic mushrooms, MDA, MDMA. Uh, they've been used in states that have either legalized medical use of the substances or they're in clinical research settings. But uh, those uh, are Schedule 1. Marijuana definitely has medicinal usages. It does. I mean, this is. Yeah, it does. I mean, I've told the story before how I had a relative, Southern Baptist, totally against drugs, marijuana, was uh, suffering from cancer that eventually killed him, who told me, man, I was wrong. This is the only stuff that's ever given me relief is marijuana. And, and did he smoke it or did they give him the. I forget. The THC I, out of it or I'd have how to, did that work? Don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Because there's different forms of it. So. Yeah. Also, I will say the magic mushrooms apparently have some medical purposes for Bro. for those who are depressed. Bro, you you got to watch the, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. There's a documentary. It's called, I don't know, The Amazing Mushroom or The Magic, I don't know, whatever. I think I've seen it. Okay, so like the first half. I haven't half, seen it. I saw the previews of it. Right, so the yeah. first half of it. You're like, wow, it, the, the mushroom really is wild, man. How it talks to itself, like the other mushrooms and all this stuff and <laughs> uh -huh. communicates and has all these. And then the back half, I swear, it's just a PSA to go get high and trip. I mean, it's still, really? it's hysterical, man. I mean, you literally, you just draw a line <laughs> in the documentary. The first half is very informative. It's like you're watching PBS. And the second half, it's like, okay, let's, uh, let's go. Climb a tree naked in a thunderstorm. Like, literally, I think a guy in them does that. Nice. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, more footage from January 6th has been released mm. of the shaman guy, Jacob Chansley. Yep. He uh, reads Donald Trump's tweet that day telling protesters to go home. Interesting. Huh. Why haven't we seen this until now? Yeah. Donald Trump has asked that we go home. We made our point. Go home. We're going to do as he asks. We're This is America. Stay. Whatever. I'm just telling you. Your president has said go home. Okay, and this guy is in jail for four yeah. years. Read this. This is read it. Wow. All right. Yeah, and then he goes on to read the tweet and try My to implore people gosh. to leave. And um, it, it, and this is what this is. Elon Musk saw this video mm -hmm. this weekend, and then. Went and commented on it, which drew the ire of uh, of uh, Keith Olbermann, the clown. Such a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. But I, I love the fact that there are a few liberals who have open minds. Feminist author, who's a, a huge liberal, 
Naomi Wolf, offered a formal apology to conservatives who put America first. (laughs) I'm quoting her now. Put America first, unquote, after reviewing newly released footage of January 6th uh, on the, I assume, uh, Tucker Carlson show. Republicans, conservatives, I am sorry, she said. I also believe whole, believed wholesale so much else that has since turned out not to be so, as I was told by NPR, MSNBC, and the New York Times, Wolf said. Anyone in leadership who misrepresented to the public the events of the day so as to distort the complexity of its actual history must also be held accountable. Wow. Wolf compared the release of the new January 6th footage to Daniel Ellsberg's release of the Pentagon Papers, noting that leftists lionized the latter while condemning the former. Wolf, a lifelong liberal and civil libertarian, is a prominent feminist, author, commentator, and periodic guest on Fox. She was a figurehead in the 1990s of the third wave of feminism and uh, was a Democratic Party insider. But now she has seen the footage and changed her mind, which almost never happens. Almost never happens with the left. Uh, yeah. So that's great. And we have wow. the uh, internal communications uh, that, that are making the rounds now that says, you know, don't shoot projectiles into the crowd. In other words, let them come on in. You know, remember, it was a complete setup by Nancy Pelosi, who turned down any offer of support from President Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, they also knew Antifa was going to be there. I mean, they, this was a setup. This is what we have yeah. said for two years now. This was a setup. They let this happen. And and apparently most of those skirmishes and the, the big stuff that you see with the police and stuff happened well after the people were in the Capitol just milling about and stuff. And it's so sad. There was a video that, that a family posted this morning that uh, or yesterday. They drove 12 and a half hours to see their these they have they have two young children. Um, a, a husband and a father who is a political prisoner, and apparently they are turning away everyone that is coming right now to visit these January 6th political prisoners. I don't know what that's all about, but, uh, I mean, it's just, mm. like you said it earlier, and it applies in so many different ways. This is not America anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's unconscionable what's going on. It really is. Uh, and there are, I mean, hundreds and hundreds hundreds of these political prisoners in dc right now and what can we do about it yeah you can play the other video real quick kayla the january 6th one go ahead and hit play on this one so here you see two antifa members remember uh they knew these guys were coming and they're the ones who are busting open this window trying to get inside and yeah. then you've got the... And you see all the MAGA supporters behind The MAGA people them. are like, wait, what's happening What here? are you doing? And then they intervene and they tell them, hey, man, what... Okay, let's stop. <clears throat> and then they just continue. Anyway, eventually, and we cut the video off before it gets to this just because it's just too... But see, all the MAGA people are like, all right, stop, guys. What are you doing? Um, and they just start chanting, F Antifa, F Antifa. But, you know, where was that, the January 6th committee? Absolutely nowhere. Convenient, huh? Very. Look at this. Look, I mean, physically restraining these guys in black from destroying the U.S. Capitol. Amazing. Anyway, you don't see that. Look at that crowd size, too. 
I love it when they pan out to the the rest of the crowd because you rarely see the enormous size of that crowd. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Which people who were there told me it was probably around two to three million, (laughs) which is outrageous. Uh, All right. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. When he saw the. Keith Olbermann. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, he, his tweet was, didn't he, didn't he tweet out free Jacob Chansley? Yes, he did. That was his really the horrific, guy. uh, yeah, yeah that's that was what, his horrific that's tweet. That's what Elon Musk tweeted <laughs> So, uh, Keith Olbermann, uh, jumps in and tweets, please remember to report this tweet for violating rules by denying a violent event. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Because up. Elon Musk kind of, uh, he, he elaborated a little bit more. What did he say? Um, you know, he's seen the footage and I'm not part of MAGA, yeah. but he I do believe in that. fairness of justice. Mm-hmm. Chansley was falsely portrayed in the media as a violent criminal who tried to overthrow the state and who urged others to commit violence. But here he is urging people to be peaceful and go home. Right. And the other video shows him calmly walking in the Capitol building, being escorted by officers <laughs> and then thanking the officers. <laughs> yeah, he prayed for him. So that's when. Musk tweets, or uh, Olbermann tweets to Musk, please remember to report this tweet for violating rules by denying a violent event. Good God, sir. What kind of tweet is this? (laughs) Sorry. Get yourself a t-shirt that says... MAGA. (laughs) On it. (laughs) Because that's what you are, sir. You are MAGA. (laughs) That's amazing. Now, Elon Musk, who used to be pretty solidly left of center... Uh, is now being accused of being a MAGA supporter. Uh, have and then and then Musk tweeted back. Have you considered a career in comedy? <laughs> I love how he just uh-huh. dismisses these. That's people. good stuff. <laughs> have you considered a career in business? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> what and then, a comeback! And then the ratio that ensued. The people getting on him, going after Oberman. Good. About time. Uh, it appears uh, users are ratioing, ratioing into oblivion his flubbed dunk attempt on Musk. <laughs> but a few responses to Olbermann. One commenter, uh, I think he won that game, dude. <laughs> Somebody else tweeted, uh, I think you should just put on your CV, got roasted by Elon on Twitter, and move forward. No need of any replies. Yeah, go away. You just said this to the richest man in the world, another commenter said while yeah. adding laughing emojis. I think, yeah, I think he Ratio knows business. Ratio incoming. I think he knows business, bro. Yeah, maybe a little better than Oberman does. <laughs> you really tweeted this to a billionaire? <laughs> That's good. You, like you that. know that, right? <laughs> this isn't the comeback you think it is, chief. LOL. Oh, the chief. Man, that is a fantastic insult. <laughs> chief sport. Yeah, you don't like that, do you? Oh, I can't take it. No. No. How you doing, Chief? Really good sport. Thank you. How about big guy? No. How you doing there, big guy? (laughs) Hey, boss. What's up? Boss. That's another good one. It's another really, really, really good one. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We'll see you on overtime. Actually, uh, probably Wednesday because I'm going to be filling in for Stu on Glenn's show. Hillary and I will do it next. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.